Welcome back to Via the Source, where you can get news about the entire NFL and, of course, the Miami Dolphins. Fins up. Here's Steven, your host. What's up, guys? Today's date is March 24th. I'm Steven Masso. As always, you're listening to Via the Source. Now, in today's episode, we're going to be discussing the breaking news, blockbuster trade, extremely monumental, something that appeared to have came out of nowhere. The Dolphins have made a massive trade, trading for wide receiver Tyreek Hill, formerly of the Kansas City Chiefs, in exchange for a first round pick, a second round pick, and a fourth round pick in 2022. And they also give up a fourth round pick and a sixth in 2023, all to bring in a guy who's a three-time first team all pro a guy who's been to six pro bowls so far in his career the guy I don't have to tell you about what he is capable of doing on the field his speed is ridiculous the guy is an absolute cheat code and whether you want to say that he is the best receiver in all of football that could be debated but the end of the day the guy is always in the conversation he's in that top three territory top five at the very most in the entire receiving game we saw the Oakland Raiders or the Las Vegas Raiders actually make a trade for Devontae Adams, and while the Dolphins give up a little bit more to get Tyreek Hill to the team, this is a very exciting move, because if you guys remember, towards the end of last year, when the Dolphins elected to move on from Brian Flores, I was saying whoever they brought in, I hope they err on the side of being too aggressive. I want to see some sort of excitement on the offensive side of the ball. If we go out there, and even if we lose games, like the way the Buffalo Bills lost against Kansas City in that game where Tyreek Hill just put an absolute dagger in the Bills. I mean, if we're going out like that and we are entertaining, we're fun to watch, we're a team that is dynamic on offense and is mirroring some of these more offensive-minded teams, just generally following the trajectory of the NFL with this offensive mindset, I'm fine with that. At least err on the side of being too aggressive. And in this move, that is a move that is extremely aggressive. You are pairing Tyreek Hill with Jalen Waddle. I mean, the guys, uh, this is probably in history, I know Field Yates of ESPN said it, but historically might be the fastest wide receiver duo in history. If you really think about how fast these two guys are, you combine that with one of the fastest tight ends in football with Mike Gesicki, you have two guys with absolute burners who are brought in at the running back position, those being Chase Edmonds and Raheem Mostert. I mean, this is a very stacked offense all of a sudden. A ton of weapons for Tua Tungavailoa, who at this point in his career has left a little bit to be desired, he's going to have a lot to work with. So as we talk a little bit about Tyreek Hill specifically in this, I mean, I know the first gut reaction people are going to have is, okay, he was with Patrick Mahomes. We know what Mahomes is capable. We can't lie to ourselves and say that uh, Tyreek Hill made Patrick Mahomes. It could very well be the opposite way where Patrick Mahomes was helping him a ton, but we have to look at this objectively. And while Mahomes is undisputably one of the top three quarterbacks at the very most in all of football. Maybe it was a little bit of a down year for him. The guy is incredible. But at the same time, we have to give Tyreek Hill his respect. We can point to all those deep balls where Mahomes was able to find him down the field. But in that same way, look at all those plays where Tyreek Hill was able to turn a little basic slant into a massive play. Again, like if we reflect back against uh, the Buffalo Bills in that playoff game, that shouldn't be a touchdown. If any other receiver 
receiver in football catches it. If you watch how fast the guy is moving in comparison to everybody else who is on that field, it isn't even remotely close. No other receiver does what Tyreek Hill did in that instance aside from him. And historically, I hate to again uh, use these hyperbolic kind of phrases and you know uh, make these massive comparisons, but how many players in NFL history are as dynamic or bring that home run threat on every single play the same way that he does outside of a guy like maybe like Randy Moss. That is how dynamic Tyreek Hill really is at this point in his career. So again, he's able to turn those little routine plays into big ones. And in that same way, we have Mike McDaniel coming to the Dolphins, bringing that offensive mindset over here. We saw Debo Samuel used in a lot of creative ways, a lot of times behind the line of scrimmage on those reverses. We have seen that same thing happen with Kansas City. How many times has a receiver for the Kansas City Chiefs capitalized and has Mahomes benefited off of those little tap passes? He still gets credit for the touchdown pass, but how many times is he just dropping it right in front of his receiver and they're running off with it? It happens a ton. And I'll tell you who is not making those plays. It's not the running backs. It's not Travis Kelsey. There's only two guys, really, who were used in that same way. It was McCole Hardman, and the other guy was Tyreek Hill. So if you're thinking that they're going to try to utilize uh, the Tyreek Hill the same way the 49ers use Debo Samuel, the likely thing is that is entirely going to be the case. It is extremely exciting to think about. And again, if we reflect back on all these years, the Dolphins have kind of, you know, been a little bit desolate at the wide receiver position in terms of their weapons. I remember just a few years ago thinking back, hopefully we could use Jakeem Grant the same way the Chiefs used Tyreek Hill. Well, now we're looking at a Dolphins team that very literally went out there and got Tyreek Hill. That is exciting to think about. Now, I will say if we look at uh, the Dolphins and what they had to give up to get them, frankly, I'm fine with it. Again, I'd rather err on the side of being too aggressive, not having to wonder, well, what if we have gotten two of the weapons? I mean, there's no debate now. Tua has the weapons at his disposal. This wasn't some sort of, uh, you know, risk involved with getting Tyreek Hill where he deals with injuries. You don't have to worry about the Sammy Watkins and the Adam Thielen hamstring. You don't have to worry about the Julio Jones turf toe with Tyreek Hill. He's only missed time significantly at one point, and it's because he had this freak injury where he, uh, I believe, dislocated his SC joint. That is the sternoclavicular joint where the collarbone connects uh, to the sternum. It's a very rare thing. It isn't supposed to have any sort of long-term effects on him, but at the end of the day, this wasn't the Dolphins being able to benefit or get a bargain after getting a guy who's like injury-prone. Uh, injury I know everyone may be a little bit rattled after the whole Will Fuller situation. As of right now, I mean, of course, the NFL is a very physical league. Things could change in an instant, but right now, there's nothing to really point to with Tyreek Hill and say, yeah, that's a concern. That's how the Dolphins were able to get him. It seems like the Dolphins just made an aggressive move and were able to bring him in in here. So, I mean, again, like I said, everybody knows what Tyreek Hill brings to the table in terms of his speed. There are very few instances throughout his career where he's been completely neutralized, and when a defense is able to do that, it isn't something that you do with ease. You generally have to shift a lot of the focus defensively to make sure that a guy like Tyreek Hill doesn't get behind you. And when you consider how that is going to open up an offense in terms of either the running game or in terms of having uh, you know, a weak cornerback against a guy like Jalen Waddle 
Tuttle or now Cedric Wilson, who is very underrated. I mean, you have a lot of ways to get the ball underneath to guys because they're going to be so concerned with not giving up that big play to Tyreek Hill. Hopefully, Tua is able to capitalize on it. You see the little videos of him during the offseason. I'm not going to get too hype about those because those seem to come back and bite us every single year, but it seems like generally he is working on his deep ball. If that hip continues to improve, he continues to get some more arm strength, put some work in, uh, you know, with his workouts. Hopefully he can kind of hone in on this part of his game a little bit that I've been uh, generally a little bit concerned about with his arm velocity, you know, connecting on those out routes. And of course the deep ball, it seems like, uh, you know, some of those aren't the prettiest of throws. Hopefully he's able to, uh, you know, pick that up a little bit. But generally I'm very excited about this move. I would love to know what you guys think. Sorry for it being such a short episode. I've been extremely busy as of late, but hopefully uh, when things calm down a little bit, I'll be on the mic a little bit more frequently. But guys, that is how I'm going to wrap up the episode. If you enjoyed it, please leave a review on the Apple Podcast app. If you have any questions, topics, things you'd like for me to discuss in a future episode, feel free to reach out to me on Twitter. That is at ShadySteven and at via the source. I would love to know what you guys think about this move. But guys, that is how I'm going to wrap up today's episode. As always, it was a pleasure to be your host. Until next time, I'm Steven Masso, and this was via the source.